Greetings to all of you and welcome to this session of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host. Grace Podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. It's a joy to be with you today. Thanks for investing your time and your energy in this. Uh, time is our most valuable commodity. And for you to be willing to invest your time to be here, I'm very honored by that. Even if you're out doing other things. I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm at the gym or while I'm working in the office or what have you. So however you're using your time, if this is part of it, then thank you for that. Thank you for your willingness to be a part of, of uh, thank you for your willingness to allow me to be part of your time, to allow me to be part of your interaction. Uh, if you're catching up with this on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, I would encourage you to share it out there, uh, get it out there so that others can see it and experience it. Like I've said before, this is not proprietary information. The more people that hear this, the more people that grasp this information, the more people will benefit from it. And that's what we want because when one person benefits, we all benefit. When one person is stronger, we're all stronger. We are community. We are tribe. We are in this together. No one walks through this world alone. They may not have someone intimately connected to them, but no one walks through it alone. We are interdependent on each other. And so we want to see the best in each other and we want to experience the best in each other because then we can experience the best in ourselves and others can experience the best in us. So get it out there, share it out there so that others can catch it and hear it and share it themselves and experience it. If you're listening to this on one of the platforms on iHeartRadio or on Spotify or on Amazon Music or anything of that nature, then please follow us. Give us a rating and review. The more positive ratings and reviews, then the more the platform sees that people are listening to this and the more they're apt to connect others to it who might be looking for some kind of coaching or self-help or self-learning or betterment or what have you. So whatever you're going through, you know, if you're if you're listening to this on, on one of the platforms, Spotify or iHeartRadio or Amazon Music, please follow us and give us a rating and review so that um, so that people can can connect to us when when we put it out there uh, and if you'd like to reach out to me directly if you'd like to do some communication with me maybe do some coaching or to have some dialogue you can reach me through the website gracelifecoaching.com gracelifecoaching.com is the website you can catch me there uh, it's got all my contact info you can text me dm me or you can hit me up through the uh, contact page or however works best for you i know a lot of people work differently and we're finding that People are choosing different forms of communication, and that's awesome and beautiful. And I really think it's important and powerful for the good of the for the good of everybody to be able to do that. So, so if you'd like to reach out to me, if you'd like to communicate with me in some way, then just hit me up. Go to GraceLifeCoaching.com. There's a lot of ways you can contact with me, uh, and we'll see what we can do. You know, as long as we can find a common language, then we can work together. Uh, I'm all about looking to help people be better. That's the whole point of this. And, you know, and as I say, as I've said before, just because I say we want you to be the best you doesn't mean that, that who you are now is bad. We can always find room for improvement. Though. There's always places where we can get better, stronger, where we can address and deal with. And nobody is perfect. And so because nobody is perfect, those imperfections open up the potentiality for us to be able to do some work. And if you want to be stronger, of course, what you do, because you're listening to this, then reach out. Let's have some talk. Let's have some communication. Let's see what we can do together uh, for the good of yourself, for the good of your structure, for the good of your system, and for the good of the world. So I was thinking about my case of boredom the other day. 
you know, prior to COVID, uh, and, and I, that's part of what I was thinking about was when I had stopped asking for this. But prior to COVID, when my when my wife would ask me what I want for Christmas or what I want for my birthday, I would always joke and say that I want a case of boredom. I want 24 bottles of boredom. I like a case of beer. And every now and again, when I'm just like really stressed or really moving, I'm just going to pop a bottle of boredom, drink it down and just sit and be bored. You know, life was was really busy prior to COVID. I mean, COVID, uh, you know, real obviously for everybody, COVID really kind of brought things into perspective and slowed some things down. But for me, life was really, really busy prior to COVID. It was it was firing on all cylinders. You know, the ministry work was was firing on all cylinders, working with my daughter. I was in the school district. I was working with kids. So there was there was all kinds of stuff. I was firing all over the place and it was awesome. All right. It really was. Um, And then COVID hit, of course. And then when COVID hit, everything kind of ground to a halt. But when I was in that really, really busy time, when I was really in that busy place, I would look for, I I would always say, I I would love a case of boredom. I would love, and and not a case of boredom as in, you know, being bored, but a case of boredom. It was kind of a, a joke and a play on words, but I would love some chance to be bored to sit and be bored now and and my wife god love her she knows me probably better than i do she says you know you couldn't handle boredom which is true i couldn't i couldn't handle boredom but it wasn't boredom that i was looking for what i came to realize is that it wasn't necessarily a case of boredom that i was looking for i wasn't looking to be bored what i was looking for was some freedom of my mind Okay, some freedom of my mind. So, so like I said, you know, prior to, prior to COVID, things were firing on all cylinders, and I was doing a lot of teaching and preaching, a lot of creativity, a lot of stuff. But what was happening was I really didn't have a chance to just sit and be mellow, sit and dwell, dwell with my thoughts, dwell with my. Um, with my ideas. I didn't really have a chance to sit and allow things to percolate and find different connections. You know, that, that's really one of the things I think that we as a society, we as a people are struggling with uh, in our daily world, in our daily grind, in our daily existence. We are so stimulated as a people. We are so stimulated as a people, physically, emotionally, mentally, visually, sound-wise. We are stimulated all over the place. We've got little stimulation devices. they got all these wonderful little notifications on them. If someone sends us an email or a a direct message or a text or a phone call, you know, the thing starts bouncing up and beeping and all kinds of stuff, and we're stimulated. Woo! Our dopamine peak comes in because, hey, we got a message. Somebody loves us. Somebody cares about us. And then we go on these wonderful little devices and, and the apps, believe it or not, the apps are shaped like if, if you think about going on to the apps, Instagram, Facebook or, or TikTok, uh, particularly the, the three, you're swiping up and it's like a um, it's, it's like a slot machine. So the apps are designed like a slot machine. You're looking, swipe up to see what's next. Swipe up if I hit the jackpot. So we're we're so stimulated. We've got sound all over the place. So our brains are constantly kind of in this triage mode of dealing with all this stimulation, dealing with all of this, this incessant stimulation. So our brains are just firing on all cylinders all the time, all the time. And we, as a, as a species, we're kind of like triaging all of this entertainment. We're triaging all of this, this, this stimulation. Our brains are overstimulated. 
uh, constantly overstimulated. So uh, we don't get enough sleep. And when we don't get enough sleep, then we need more stimulation. It's a terrible cycle. But part of the stimulation issue is that we don't really have the chance to just dwell. Boredom. Boredom. Or, or I should say room for creativity is unwelcome. In a lot of ways, it's just incapable. It's incapable either from a time or a training perspective. And that's what was happening to me. I mean, I had all this stimulation going on all over the place. And what I didn't feel I had time for, what I really yearned for, I think, in my soul and my being was just the time to dwell in my thoughts and dwell in the possibilities. And for me, that's what boredom looked like. Uh, I, I, I crouched at his boredom and, and I mean, and maybe that, that would be, I mean, maybe a case of boredom would certainly allow that, but, but there was this lack of stopping. I mean, I'd go and move and move and move. And then it was time to go to bed. My head would hit the pillow. I'd sleep. I wake up and do it again. Maybe I'd have a few minutes sitting here, there to talk or to, to dream or visualize, but I really didn't have the chance to dig in and dwell. And I really, really think that not only do we not allow ourselves that time, but we are, we as a people are getting less and less trained to do that. We are less and less trained. We're training the next generation to not be bored, to not be um, structureless, I think is a really good other way of looking at it. Maybe we don't need to call it boredom, but structureless. To say there isn't a think structure, there isn't a plan structure in place right now. We have this time, an elongated period of time, more than seven minutes, that we are don't have any structure. So you either need to figure out what to do or sit and dwell with your thoughts. You know, and that's really that's really what I was yearning for. Now COVID came along. And after COVID, after the triage of COVID, I think we all triaged COVID for a while, then there was time to begin to dwell and simmer and marinate in thoughts and ideas and possibilities. And I think we started to see people uh, move in that, in that different direction. Just about every portion of society, first they had to triage their existence and change very quickly, and they did. A lot of places really, really did a great job. But then the, then after a while, it's like, okay, we're going to sit with this for a little bit and realize maybe this isn't exactly what we can do. This is working, but we can do better. We can do better. Um, and so there is now, the, the, then there was this room to kind of dream and think and draw patterns together and draw disparate ideas and bring them together into a thought pattern that may lead something somewhere that maybe you wouldn't have thought of before. You know, partnerships or collaborations or negotiation or using one thing for another avenue. You know, all these things that, that, that percolate when we don't have structure, when we allow our minds just to be free, okay? Now, some people meditate and do this, and meditation can certainly do that, uh, where it allows us to really be present with ourselves and let our thoughts just kind of stretch out. Uh, and, and I love meditation. I'm certainly a big proponent of meditation. I'll actually be leading a meditation session here in a couple of days. Uh, however, it doesn't just have to be in meditation. Uh, it doesn't have to be. It has to be an unstructured thought process time. And, and that's, that's, that's really what I, I think a lot of people are lacking in their existence is unstructured thought process time. What do I mean? You know, taking a walk in the neighborhood 
without any kind of musical device. Okay, we I mean, we, we like to stick our, our earbuds in or, or what have you and go to town. And I do that. I do that when I go to the gym. You know, I'm sticking my headphones in. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to ideas. And that's great. That really is great. I, I love that idea. But I also think there's something to just walking around the neighborhood, no earbuds in, no phone, just allowing your brain to take it all in and dwell in the moment to just dwell in the moment, dwell in the time, walk through the woods, take a walk on a trail, maybe ride a bike or, or you can even go for a drive. Uh, if you don't have any, any of your music or, uh, any of your phone or anything on again, I think I love music and I love, uh, podcasts. Obviously I'm a podcaster. I, I really do. I dwell in all this stuff and it's great and it's awesome and it's powerful. And I would never for a moment turn anybody away from it. However, I would say that give some time to not have it, to not have the, the energy, to not have the stimulation. Because what happens is your brain is always focusing on the stimulant and it's not allowed to dwell and grow and experience. It's always focusing on the stimulant and it's not allowed to just reach out and and stream out and look at all of the different possibilities and draw them in together. I think that's what boredom does. And, And I think one of the reasons why we as a people advance so quickly for so long is because we had a lot of think time. We had a lot of boredom time, downtime, unstructured time game nights and and early family dinners and evenings around the fire and what have you now again i'm not bemoaning technology i'm not bemoaning advancement in any way shape or form but what i am saying is that i think that one of the things that has taken away it has taken away that willingness and that ability to just sit and reside and dwell and and so what i would encourage you to do what I would encourage you to do. And, and this, this is going to take time. It's going to take steps. Okay. Don't expect to be able to do this because, you know, we have been conditioned with these, um, with our tech. We have been conditioned with our stim. Our brain wants to stim all the time. Stim, stim, stim. Uh, so what I would encourage would be to slowly create places of non-stimulant or low stimulant. So maybe 10 minutes before you go to bed. Okay, 10 minutes before you go to bed, turn your phone off. Actually, you should probably turn your phone, to, you know, stop looking at your phone like an hour before you go to bed. But I mean, even for myself, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to high horse preach anything here. But maybe 10 minutes before you go to bed, while you're still awake, while you're sitting on the couch or what have you, turn the TV off, turn your phone off or put your phone away and just sit. Just sit. Maybe you turn the lights out. Just sit. You don't have to meditate. Just sit. Just dwell. Maybe even start with two minutes and then work up. Finding these low stimulant moments and allowing your brain to be rewired into that low stimulant moment. Because it's in that low stimulant moment that you're able to find peace and balance and you're able to begin to stretch out and pull disparate thoughts together to see potentiality and possibility. So creating some low stimulant time uh, when you're, when you're allowed, when you allow your brain to just stretch out again, maybe go for a walk around the neighborhood and Hey, guess what? You can leave your phone at home when you go for a walk around the neighborhood. I know, I know Lord in heaven. Uh, I, I, again, I'm one of them when I'd go walk the dog, you know, and, and again, it's nice to have the phone out there because if something happens, you can call in. Yes. But there certainly is something attractive to focusing on the phone. 
or one of the apps or something that the phone offers. And then what happens is your brain is focusing on that, maybe checking it, maybe listening for it. Then your brain isn't allowed to just dwell out there, reach out and start to see some of the possibilities, the unstructured time. That's really what is, I, I think for me, that's what my case of boredom was, is that unstructured thought time. And COVID really allowed that to begin to happen for me. COVID really created that opportunity because, well, there was a lot of unstructured time. I mean, I, you know, I worked hard. I tried to keep ministry and life moving forward and helping people deal with the trauma of the pandemic and isolation and all that kind of stuff. But there weren't the events. There wasn't the schedule run. So I really did have a lot more uh, thought, unstructured thought time, which then showed me what that unstructured thought time was necessary and was important about. You know, and I think I think you can go into any faith tradition, any faith tradition you want, uh, and you can see one of the things that the faith tradition teaches is to to come away, to be by yourself, to be in silence, to be in quiet. Again, some people call it meditation. Meditation is a structured, unstructured time, if you will. Meditation has a, a lot of times has a goal or a desire at the end, and that's awesome and I love to do it and I'm like I said I'm going to teach you a meditation session here in a couple days but but I'm talking unstructured unfocused 10 minutes 5 minutes of just um just unstructured time in your brain you know and let, let me give you a perfect example of of this let me give you a perfect example of this so you're in the shower and I hope you shower every day or 5 6 days a week at least you're in the shower and, and some of the best thoughts come to you in the shower. You ever notice that? You know why? Well, because your body is doing something that it knows how to do. It's repetitive motion. It's ritual. You do it over and over again. You know where the soap is. Uh, if you are one who wears glasses, then when you're in the shower, then you really have to move by rote. You have to move by memory. You're not doing anything else. You're probably not talking on the phone. If the water is running and beating over your head, you might hear some music, but most likely not. So this is a very open, unstructured mental time. Your brain is free to do what it wants to do. It can think about whatever it wants to think about because it knows for the next five minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, you're going to be doing the same thing. You're going to be in the shower. And so your brain's like, woohoo, I got 10 minutes where I can go off to the, to the farthest reaches of the world. I can think whatever I need to think about. And all of a sudden you start to realize that, no, wait a minute, I've got A to do and I have to please B, but you know what? Maybe B being involved in A will help me do A and take care of B together. I have a meeting with Bill and I want to play around a golf. Well, maybe I'll have a meeting with Bill on the golf course. I don't know if Bill plays golf, but hey, let's find out or whatever. Okay. That's why when we're in the shower, we come up with so many good ideas. Because our brain is free to do whatever because our brain knows it like for the next 10 minutes, I know exactly where I am and I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm not worried about the phone ping and I'm not worried about it ringing. I'm not worried about a notification. I'm not worried about anything else because I know exactly what's going to happen for the next few minutes. And a few minutes may not seem like much, my friends, but it is. Our brains work incredibly fast, incredibly fast. And because our brains work incredibly fast, particularly if they've been 
uh, chewing on something in the background for a long period of time, then when our brains finally fire up and get the chance to bring it to the forefront, then they're ready to go. They're ready to go and they're ready to say, yeah, let's, here we go. This is what I got. This is what I'm looking at. And it says, awesome. That's exactly what we needed. So that's what happens when we free our brain and give it that unstructured time, which many would call boredom, which I think is not necessarily a very good thing to call it because, well, if you call it boredom, then boredom's always bad. Boredom's always bad. You're just bored. No, it's unstructured think time. It's unstructured brain time. And we all need it. We all need that unstructured brain time because if we don't have it, well, then we don't ever really create the connections. And those connections are vital. I mean, we look back through history. It's those connections that have created for us and in us so many wonderful and beautiful and powerful things. But we need those connections. And the only way we get them is when we allow our brain to just be free and be out there. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for catching up. Like I said, if, if, if you like this, share it out there on your social media. If you're on any of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon Music, please give us a rating and review. Please follow us. Give us a positive one so that other people get this. And if you want to reach out to me, the website's gracelifecoaching.com. And as always, at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.